Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of America's Favorite Golf Podcast from the Rough, live from Tailgaters in Plano, as we are each and every Wednesday night. I am IndyCar Tim. I am joined this week by the Lee Jansen of the show. That's the best you could come Mr. up with? Mr. Brady Hawkshurst. How are you, Brady? I'm great. Lee Jansen was the best you could come up with? What's wrong with Lee Jansen? Well, he's a two-time major winner, I guess, huh? Yeah. I mean, I thought that was all right. <laughs> all right, fine. He's got more majors than me. <laughs> me too. I mean... You know, he outnumbers ours combined. He does. <laughs> How many golfers can say that? Well, probably a lot, actually. Yeah. Uh, we are live at Tailgaters, as I mentioned. We are here every Wednesday. If you're in the DFW area, we invite you to come hang out with us here at Tailgaters on Ohio Drive every Wednesday from 630 to 730 as we talk about golf and have some fun and do some drinks and eat some wings. 65 cent wings. The wings are great. The wings here are awesome. You just crammed your face full of some wings. Took me a while to clean up. It did. It did. You <laughs> had to shower in the bathroom, but that's all right. It was worth it. Uh, 275 domestic bottles and $5 Tito's here while we're here. Uh, and then, of course, at 8 o'clock, the big show, the Drunk Sports Podcast, goes until 10 with me and Colby Sapp. And all the golf this week. Brady as the uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill wrapped up on Sunday. And I tell you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed every week at these finishes. And I don't know how some of these guys do it, how they deal with, you know, last week we had uh, Shane Lowry uh, who blew it on the last, what, last couple of holes. Got caught out by the weather. Got caught, man, and he did not, uh, he did not respond very well to the weather. <laughs> no. Uh, and then this week, you had Victor Hovland, who re- dominated Sunday yep. until it counted <laughs> when uh, Scotty Scheffler, our Dallas boy Scotty Scheffler, snuck up from behind, piped him in the knee, and took the win. Yeah, it was a uh, good win for Scotty. It was, it was right. We were always asking when it was going to happen until a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And, and now that he's got a taste of it, as good as he's playing, as good as he's hitting it, don't be surprised if he uh, if he wins another time this year. So two two wins in three tournaments. Yeah. So he's probably got yeah he's probably got a couple more in him. And he's been so close for several times yeah. before that. He is right. he has been knocking on the door. There's really nobody playing better. I think this moved him up to what I think fifth in the world golf ranking. Um. So where did I have that on here? I had that in my notes here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I think that was moves him, bumps him to number one in the FedEx Cup standings. Yep. And likely into the top five in the world. Yeah, I think it moved into five. So, yeah. Um, And really, when you look at his two wins, those are two of the best-ranked fields that that you can have. Great wins. I mean, they weren't, you know, one of these alternate – nothing against that, but they weren't one of these alternate field tournaments. No, He wasn't playing in Puerto Rico this weekend. No, the Arnold Palmer Invitational brings (laughs) out a great field. It does. Uh, Obviously, the the players paying respect to, to Arnold. And, and what he meant to the game. So it's going to continue to draw the best fields in golf. They set the golf course up difficult. Yeah. Some of the guys complain about it a little bit. They don't 
They only want to right. see that once a year at the U.S. Open. Yep. But that was that was Arnie's mindset, I think, is that he wanted to host the U.S. Open there. Never why, got why the did, chance to gonna, do it. I was going to ask you that. Why did why did they never give him a U.S. Open there? I think any, it's, I think it's hard to ho- host a U.S. Open in that part of the country that time of year. Really? It's true. Weather wise, yeah, it's ugly. Right? They, they want to make it. Season. They want to make it a fan friendly event, and it, you know. Orlando, Florida, in the first week of June, it's going to be 96 degrees with 92% humidity. Yeah, it's not really an enjoyable day out watching golf when in those kind of conditions. So, man, but it seems like you pretty much give Arnie whatever he wants. Yeah, I don't know. The USGA doesn't give anybody anything. Yeah, they don't they care. They <laughs> don't care who you are. Amateurs running golf tournaments. Ah, idiots. <laughs> it's kind of like USAC in open wheel racing. Ah, yeah, they know? that'd be. A- we could talk about that, too. Yeah, we could, how they ruined the Indy 500 yeah. back in the day. But uh, that's another podcast for another day. Uh, Scotty Scheffler shot a 72 on Sunday to finish 5-under for the week in brutal conditions. The scoring average in the final round was 75.5. He beat the field by over three strokes on the final 18. Playing bogey-free golf on the back nine, he also led the field in strokes gained on approach shots in the week. But it was a short game that saved him a handful of times coming down the stretch. He made two 20-footers and got up and down six of nine times in the thick of Bay Hill. Uh, did you did you realize that he won this tournament despite hitting only five fairways and nine greens in regulation? Five, uh, on the final on, day? On Sunday. That's good. Five scrambling. fairways and nine greens in regulation. The last player to win on the PGA Tour with a final, final round hitting only five or fewer fairways. And nine fewer greens and regulations. We're, we're Tiger gonna, Woods. We're going to make a little bit of a public service announcement here about golfers and, and understanding what's important when you go out to practice. Yeah. Right? I work at a practice facility, yep. and we see people spend 95% of their time working on their full swing. Yeah. And we just learned that if you can get it up and down, you can win a golf tournament. I mean, case in point. Yeah. What Scotty Scheffler did. I mean, you, you got to go chip and putt, folks. <laughs> those are those are my kind of stats. Five yeah. greens and regu- five fairways and nine greens and regulation. What, you played thirty six or something? <laughs> I, I mean, out of out of my life, I'm talking about <laughs> okay. all the rounds I've ever played. Um, the mo- one of the most extraordinary putts of Scheffler's on Sunday came on the fifteenth hole, where he pulled his drive way to the left. He tried to hook his second shot around a tree, but barely made contact with the ball at all. He then got up and down from 149 yards to save a par um, and to close out the tournament there on the final stretch. Yeah, that was a solid up and down. Gosh, just, you know, you say it all the time. Most people call those birdies, right? They're hitting a wedge in. Yeah, oh, my gosh. (laughs) They're happy about that. Those are for par out there on tour. So now that Scotty's got a couple of wins uh, at this level, and we know that he's been playing good enough to win for quite a while, but now he's got those two under his belt. Um it's got to so, be big for his confidence, right? Say, it's really, really going to propel him, I think, into a, into a great year. He's a young guy, full of energy, ready to go. Don't be surprised if you see him perhaps win a major, you know, Augusta yeah. or the U.S. Open. I don't know if he's quite ready to go over to, uh, you know, the Open Championship right, and win, a, right. win over there. Right. But, boy, the other three, look out. Uh, and he's in the players this weekend. So yeah. it would be interesting to see how his confidence carries over. Uh, carries hard, over to, to that. Hard uh, to get up and, and stay up that long. Um, I don't expect to have a great tournament out of him. I, you know, I'd be surprised if he misses the cut. Yeah. But I'd, I'd also be surprised if he contends this week. Right. It's just it's so emotional out there. And maybe he's got since he got the first one under his belt and had a week off. But uh, playing great golf for sure. Well, and that's kind of what I was talking about at the onset here, that I don't know how these guys deal with the emotional part of it. 
where and you and it goes both ways. I mean, you've got Scotty Scheffler who came from behind, really. When you you, you don't, I mean, you you expect to win every tournament you enter, but we well, shot know, an even par round of golf, right? So yeah, he just, he just made pars. Yeah, and everybody else made bogeys, bogey free, and that's all he had to do. But so you know, you got that that sort of roller emotional roller coaster of coming from behind and then winning, and then you got guys like Hovland and Lowry last uh, week before last who mm-hmm. really are. Are expected to win going into the final couple of holes. Daniel Berger the week before and that. Daniel Berger the week before that, and then yep. and then you're done. You you lose. You know, I mean, <laughs> still, still second. You know, it, Ber- Berger uh, fell way back. It but. is it is hard to do to to go wire to wire out there. Um, you know, when you're out front, there's pressure, even if it's round one, and your mindset is just to keep plugging and keep grinding yeah. before. You know, you can't win the tournament in round two, but when you're out front, there's just that little bit of extra, I think, pressure on you. Yeah. And so, you know, the cumulative effects of that when you get to Sunday afternoon on the back nine yeah. uh, can wear you out. So sometimes it's a little easier to, to come from off the pace, get your get your bad round out of the way early. Yeah. You know, it's hard to play exceptional, you know, error-free golf four days in a row. There's going to be a let-up. There's going to be a, a day that you're not there and you don't have it and the putts don't yeah. go in. And, and, and how do you scrape out, you know, a reasonable round of golf so that um, it doesn't, you doesn't shoot yeah. you out of the tournament? And so, if you get that out of the way early, then you really can just keep pushing, pushing, right. pushing, playing from behind, and have a little, have a little more freedom in yeah. your golf swing. But as we saw in the case of Victor Hovland, if it comes late in the tournament, <laughs> you're screwed. Um, and I mean, I was convinced Sunday that he was the guy. I, I was convinced he could not lose. I was pulling for Johnny because that was one of Johnny's winning sure. picks. Johnny got screwed the week before uh, when Shane Lowry uh, lost it in the weather. And now two weeks in a row, Johnny's been screwed on the last couple of holes with his winner. But so I was pulling for Hovland, man. I thought he was the most poised. I thought he was hitting the ball great. Yeah. But he birdied three of the last or uh, bogey three of the last six holes, and that really that's all it took. Pars down the stretch on, on a hard golf course are are very helpful. Um, Paul Azinger talked on the broadcast about his uh, his bunker play. He, f- he finished nearly last. In the field in sand saves, three of thirteen. So there's a testament to your go practice some short game. Maybe practice <laughs> and, some and sand shots. And the funny shots. thing is, right, Vic, Victor's. I think he's won what, three of his last seven or eight yeah, starts yeah. around the world. He he's uh, the times he hasn't won, he's been top five, top ten. Yep. He's playing as good as Scotty Scheffler is, right? He's won uh-huh. won twice, and maybe some more high profile events. But for for a guy who's that on top of his game, Victor. Openly admits he's like I don't yeah. know what I'm doing around the greens. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I I don't have chance. I don't have good feels. Yeah. I don't have good concept. I don't have good technique. Wonder, uh, I wonder who his instructor is. <laughs> maybe, maybe we need to have a word. <laughs> <laughs> Hank Haney, where are you so, at? Uh, pretty neat to see, right? Goes, um, goes uh, speaks speaks a lot to the power of ball striking, and and certainly we we, we can see that there's multiple ways to win, yeah. right? Because well, because Scotty in the last round not getting. Not hitting it good, but getting them down all over the place. And if you're going to slump hitting it out of the bunkers, Bay Hill on Sunday was not the place to do it as you literally had the holes right there butted up against some of the bunkers. And if you hit it into the wrong bunker, you know what? You'd be doing good to keep that bunker shot on the green in some cases. And we saw guys hitting it off of the green. Yeah. Uh, watching it roll. And uh, a, lot a little of, more indicative of last week at the Bear Trap. Yeah. Some of those yeah. holes there. but. Uh, and it well, I mean, it happened here too on on Sunday. I, I watched some of these guys; the ball would just trickle, 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 <laughs> right right off the green. Um, and it, I'm sure that was just maddening. Rory McIlroy tied for 13th. 
after shooting a 65 in round one. Uh, he could have dropped three straight 72s and won the tournament by two, but he could only manage one before shooting 76-76 on the weekend uh, when the field average was 74-75 to drop out of the top ten for the first time in the last five years in this tournament. His iron play looked tremendous on Thursday but faded the rest of the week. He had his first bad putting week of 2022, uh, but he didn't seem too down after the tournament. We know he'll be aiming for a second he place. He complained a little bit about the setup. Everybody complained about the setup. <laughs> it wasn't just him. Yeah, Rory's the one that gets put out there, though. He does because, well, he kind of does it quite and frequently. And I don't know if I agree with him, right? He, he said, uh, you know, it'd be one thing to penalize bad shots, but he said, I hit good shots and I wasn't rewarded for them. And, and, and my mind instantly goes to, well, the definition, when, when golf courses get that difficult, definition of a good shot changes. Right, right. right. Uh, Got to play things a little bit safer. Right. Even I know that. <laughs> but, you know, we'll, we'll see what, what Rory does, though, going into the players. He's trying to win his, what, second in three tries? Yeah, two years ago he won, right? Two year, yeah, so the sec, yeah, second. Well, which would have been 19 because they didn't have 20. Right, right. So, so last year was uh, who's defending champ? Uh, <laughs> JT. Yeah, JT. So, and then we had the COVID year, and then Roy yep. won the year before that. Yeah, so it'll be his, not in three years, but in three tries. That's yep, probably yep, why it's yep. that way. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to the players. We'll get into our players' preview here shortly. Let's get into our picks a little bit, uh, Brady, see how we did. Um, and, of course, my meaningless picks. My picks are just for fun, entertainment purposes only, usually so Johnny and Brady can laugh at me. That's easy to do. But you guys aren't <laughs> laughing this week because I'm the only one that had a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I had Zalatoris, wasn't my winner, though. Had Zalatoris as my winner. He tied for 38th at six over. My top ten, I just missed. Rory killed me as he finished tied for 13th at one over. I did hit in one of my top 20s as Chris Kirk tied for fifth at three under. How'd nice you do? Job. Yeah, I got close a couple times. Right, I picked Matty Fitzpatrick to win. He got a top 10. I had Chris Kirk as a long shot yep. winner, top five, so I'm yep. close. The other picks were Kokrak uh, had him for a top 20. He was one shot out of that in 26th. Yep. Uh, missed on Leishman, missed on Keith Mitchell. Yeah. But you're going to keep taking Keith Mitchell, aren't you? Not, not these, this week. One of these days I'm going to throw <laughs> out uh, – I'm going to – I'm going to – Offer you up as the Keith Mitchell of the show. All right. One of these days. Yeah. Okay. Might not be soon because I want you to forget about it. But, um, and then, of course, Johnny's winning picks brought to you by BetUS.com. Bet with the three-decade leader in online sports betting, BetUS. Join now. Join today using our promo code DSP125 for a 125% cash bonus using the promo code DSP125. That means basically if you deposit $100, you get an extra $125 for those of you that don't know how math works and percentages. So you deposit $100, you get $225. If you like to bet with crypto, and I have no <laughs> clue how that works. I've never seen a crypto coin or a crypto dollar bill. I don't know how any of this what, what works. Like, this big round? I don't know what it is, what it looks they? like. But if you bet, <laughs> I don't even know how to terminate what terminology to use with this. But if you bet 100, what, cryptos? I don't know, units? Uh, then you get 200% back. You'll get 300 total. Sounds like the dollar, um, like the, the, the name for the dollar in like a Batman movie or something. I, I got to talk to Colby <laughs> and figure out how to term, you what, what terminology to use because he knows all about it. <laughs> anyway, bet with the three-decade leader, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. Thank you, BetUS. So Johnny's picks this week, 
He just missed again he for had, one of his winners. He had Victor to win. Victor to win, of course, tied for second at four under. He um, had 15 feet in the last hole to tie. Yeah, to tie. And he it, left it short. Dude, it, I Rule thought it was going one, in. Don't leave it short. Just one more rotation <laughs> it would have been in. One more. One more yeah, rotation. three inches short. Um, Matthew Fitzpatrick tied for ninth at one under. Mark Leishman, of course, tied for 68th at 11 over. His ham sandwich, Keith Mitchell. You guys kind of had the same line of thought there. Tied for 61st at 10 over. His top 10, like I had, Rory McIlroy. We said he tied for 13th at one over. He had Max Homa. In his top 10, he tied for 17th at two over. In his top 20s, he missed both of these quite a bit. Pat Perez tied for 42nd at seven over, and Sam Ryder tied for 61st over there with Keith Mitchell at 10 over. So Johnny's getting close. Yeah, Fitzpatrick plays well there every year. I think that's four straight top 10s there for Matt Fitzpatrick. Is it, really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's playing well. He's yeah. playing. He's going to break through here pretty soon. Pretty soon. He's a guy that wins a lot in Europe, and I don't know if he's really ever broke through here. 